This episode is brought to you by Zencaster. Zencaster is the number one tool for all podcasters. You can record high fidelity audio between remote locations and get studio quality sound. Go to Zencaster.com and use coupon code that entertains for 20% off for three months or 20% off an annual plan. Everything is awesome is part of Courts and Parts, a podcast network featuring pop culture, TV, movie, and geek podcasts. Check out some of our other shows like TV Ate My Brain, Let's Chat with Revelin Friends, and Podstalgic at courtsandparts.com. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am your host, Kev, and it's the show where we sit down and talk to awesome people about awesome things. Um, if you can tell, I am whispering, and that's because I'm in the middle of vacation. It is pretty early in the morning, and I am recording this moments before we're about to release this week's episode. So, forgive me for the whispering. Hopefully in post it sounds a little bit better. Um, make sure you find the show on Twitter at RealAwesomePod. You can also find me on Twitter at that nerdy Kev. Uh, please, please, please show all the support that you can for this show uh, by simply visiting awesomepodcast.com and listening to the show and spreading the good word to your friends and family and whoever is willing to listen to be talked to people. Uh, it's, I think it's pretty interesting conversations at least. Uh, make sure you um, you also support us by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review that Apple Math Uh makes it so that it's higher in the ranking and more people that see that uh, will likely listen to us and the cycle will continue and the more people that listen to us usually means the cooler things we can do like live shows uh, which we'll get to in a second uh, you can also support us on patreon.com slash that entertains um, right now I don't think the page is active but starting August 1st it will be um, and I believe in two weeks in two weeks we'll be having an episode to explain more of that and to explain some big announcements with everything is awesome so check that out in two weeks on the last july episode uh this week's episode is not an interview this is actually a live show we did at south street cinema so uh big thanks to bill arrowwood from south street cinema for allowing us to go there we screened the movie army of darkness and then we sat around and talked about it for for an hour afterwards and it was um mike and me uh of course he's my live co-host him and i sat around doing the live show to talk about Army of Darkness and horror movies in general and whatnot, and then um, we actually had Bill hop on in the middle of the conversation, so you'll you'll hear him come in. So if you're in the Philadelphia area, make sure you check out South Street Cinema. It's $5 movies, and they're all weird movies, like Army of Darkness, and just great, great, great times. In fact, um, our friends over at I Like to Movie Movie will be doing a Nick Cage themed game show with a screening of a Nick Cage movie um, when uh, on July 28th. So July 28th from 8 to about midnight, um, you can come out and enjoy a game show 
from I Like to Movie Movie as well as a Nick Cage movie. I'm going to try to be there. I should be there. So come say hi uh, if you see me. And, um, well, let's, without further ado, let's get on with the show. I'm not going to do an outro like I normally do. Um, so check out everything on awesomepodcast.com, worktuparts.com, um, and at that nerdy kid, at real awesome pod, all the usual suspects. Just Google South Street Cinema. Um, I'll have official links in the show notes. All right, thanks, guys, and we'll see you next time right here on awesomepodcast.com. We've been awesome. Welcome to this week's edition of Everything is Awesome. I am Kev, and I am joined by... My name is Mike. <laughs> uh, so we are recording uh, post-screening of Army of Darkness uh, in South Street Cinema. Uh, it's a quiet evening, and I, I love recording on location, even... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, for those listening at home, Mike just tried to bite the microphone like a T-bone steak. <laughs> Um, So, yeah, we just got done the screening of uh, Everything is Awesome. No, that's our podcast of Army of Darkness. Which is awesome. Uh, So uh, you had seen it as a child and forgot everything about it until tonight. Yeah, and and I'm watching it and I'm like, man, every one of these scenes looks familiar. But it must have been like something where, like, as a kid, like, you're only, like, halfway paying attention. So, like seeing all the scenes again it was like oh okay yeah like i've, I've seen this movie before so and, and one of the things that you said uh we took like a small break uh after the the movie to go grab duncan you said man that's a that's not a, a b movie that's a c movie. yeah yeah and I, I mean like when you think about like the other movies that came out around that time before that time like you think about like other like fantasy movies because i would say that this is very much a fantasy movie mixed with horror um, yeah, yeah. You think about like things like Princess Bride, Willow, mm, things mm. like that, and I mean those for the time were not what I would consider A movies. I would consider them B movies. Mm. So to put this in the same category as that, <laughs> interesting. So, I mean, it's pr- Ramey, I think it's perspective. Ramey, you know, probably. And I mean, Remy. I mean, he he never stood out to me as like if you look at like Hercules and Xena, and you look at like you know, other, like, action series at the time, like, it was a little bit more, you know, reserved. He goes big, he goes slapstick. And, I mean, I, in my mind, I think that's what what I say yeah. is, like, kind of like a C. Like, again, this is kind of like your Sharknado. You're the sand. Oh, no, um, see, I don't think so. I think this is definitely in that B-movie range. Uh, and... Um, I think, like you said, it's a matter of perspective. Yeah, it's... And if you look at the, so you don't remember the other Evil Dead movies. You did watch I, one I'm, of them. I might have. What would we watch one at Jonesy's or something? The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice bad> music. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize I had it. All, I thought I had it down all the way. Uh, we had we have a little uh, ambient uh, Army of Darkness <laughs> music. That's, just I the even, title screen, <laughs> just playing over and over and over. It's. It, I like the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, so. We did yeah, not at a we at a Tom and Aaron's house way back in the day when we used to do weekly movie nights and whatnot. No. Uh, we did Evil Dead, and you, I, you were there for I thought I think all of it because uh, the key thing I remember from that was uh, the so like B what I consider B movie shot of the cabin in the woods, and they needed the full moon, and you can't tell on VHS, but when you're on high def DVD, they literally cut a picture out of the moon and like put it there because the background and sky was different, but. Um, yeah, th- what I really like about Army of Darkness is you don't need 
to see any of the Evil Dead's before it because it in its own thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I you definitely can tell that there were things that happened beforehand because of the first like five minutes of the movie where he's yeah. like, "This happened." This and happened, also, this happened. yes, it also recaps it. Um, fun fact is like the the dropping of the car uh, and Ash was at the end of Evil Dead Two, but they had to reshoot that whole scene again for Army of Darkness because it was different studios. Uh, that did oh. that, um, but yeah. So, so uh, I, I think Army of Darkness. What's <sighs> not having seen uh, all the Evil Dead's, and uh, you know, in your case, um, the thing that is kind of weird to me is how we get to the Ash Williams everyone knows and loves today, which is basically the guy you just saw in Army of Darkness. Because to me, that's not the same character in in Evil Dead One. He kind of morphs into that in Evil Dead Two. But like he's still yeah, not all the way there. Evil Dead One and Two are they're they're the more like you were saying they were more like straight to, up horror. Right? To me, Evil Dead One was trying to be horror. Yeah. Uh, and and they didn't purposely get slapstick silly with it. They just happened to fall into it, and it worked really well for that movie. And, and then Evil Dead Two is practically a retelling. Yeah. Of that movie. It, it's kind of like what I do with my books, and I just retell them three times over thirty years. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's what I really love. They did a um, comic. Uh, Garrett and I went up to uh, Red Bank, New Jersey, uh, for when they first were doing Comic Book Men, and he was auditioned. Like he got an audition to be on the like the the third crew member or something like that. Okay. And I went up with him, and I bought this Army of Darkness uh, trade paperback. Not Army of Darkness. It was Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it bridges the gap between the first and two movies where, like, basically he dreamt the entire first movie. Um, and while I don't know if that's necessary canon, it's my canon because I need something to, like, Evil Dead 2 shouldn't exist because <laughs> it's literally a retelling of Evil Dead 1. Now, sh- is it Evil Dead 2 that shouldn't exist or is it Evil Dead 1 that shouldn't exist because Evil Dead 2 is better? I like... Uh, I, see, I, I haven't watched Evil Dead 2 in forever. I've watched Evil Dead 1 recently because I watched it back-to-back with the reboot that they did a few years ago. With uh, the gender-bent Ash? Well, she w- uh, her name was Mia. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm, I'm really upset that they didn't go forward with what their plan was. They were going to do an Evil Dead 2 sequel to the reboot, Army Darkness 2, and then they were going to do a another film that was going to bridge them together. So it was going to be Ash and Mia. Yes, yeah. And at the end of uh, spoilers of the Evil Dead reboot, after post credits, you just get like an ominous looking Ash, uh, where it's just a, like a black background and him kind of like fading into it, turning to the camera and going groovy. Um, and that's like, and, and it, it was a neat reboot. I enjoyed it, um, but. Evil Dead 2, I don't really remember. I prefer Evil Dead 1 um, just right now in this moment because it's a group of friends going to the cabin versus Evil Dead 2. As you saw in the recap, it was just him and Linda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, BT Dubs, how weird was it that literally he gets transported to to 1300 AD and, you know, literally his, his girlfriend died maybe 48 hours before that. And now he's already hooking up with someone else. C-movie. That's a a (laughs) C-movie thing. Um, So did you enjoy it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think that there's there's anything wrong with that kind of movie. You just have to – you know that that's what you're watching. Yeah. um, I think that it is – 
it it is the movie you need to get to like evil ash versus evil dead the tv series because even that like if you look at ash williams evil dead evil dead 2 army of darkness and then ash versus evil dead which i know you probably haven't watched now, I mean, and every time that we're going to, I think Rihanna goes, no, it's going to be scary. And it's not scary. It's yeah. a comedy more. I think it's a comedy first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. And that might even be too much for her. I mean, she sees people puking on screen and she gets <laughs> nauseous. So she's uh, a big wet yeah, I think you just have to flip the switch down. on and you're good. Yeah. It's not so much. So, it's not so much that it's uh, it's scary, but it is a lot gorier than this is. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. this was originally going to be NC-17 until they convinced them that all the gore was happening to skeletons. And they're like, well, it's not really people. So it's yeah. just puppets. It's OK. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it, yeah, evil, Ash vs. Evil Dead is gory, if that's the thing she doesn't like. Yeah, she, she'd wimp out, unfortunately. Uh, but it's, it's, again, it's, it's slapstick gore to me. Like, it's, it's like that, the, the pit with all the blood rushing yeah. out of it. That's what I think Ash, maybe a little bit in more She intense. might be able to pull it off. And I know, like, she loves Lucy Lawless. She loved Xena. She loved Hercules. So, I mean, this is really right up her alley. I, I would say the show for sure. Oh, yeah. no, they're clearly having a good time. Like, everybody yeah. in the show, you watch Ash vs. Evil Dead, like, yeah, they're just... It, it's a vacation for them, and they it, just happen to be getting paid. And it's one of those things that you can see that they're people that are like each other, yeah. and they're just kind of fudging around. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. This is all right. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I still have to watch the last two episodes of what's now the final season uh, to be fully caught up. But it, it's um, the one thing, like the show in the first uh, season steered away from at Army of Darkness. Like it, it didn't really mention that. Uh, it didn't mention the time travel, which I get. Like that gets convoluted. Yeah, it's hard to talk about that and like maintain like. But season two, I think what they wanted to do is they wanted to establish themselves. Season one, and then season two, they they make references uh, to it, okay. which is neat. Uh, and that was like I'm all I'm a continuity guy. Like I and I like my universes. I like my Marvel universe, and and I needed this to officially be in canon again. Yeah. Well, speaking of continuity, did you guys mention the the incredible cameo in this movie that was not from, <laughs> uh, from Evil Dead Two? That is the 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 six second silent cameo in the beginning of this movie. Did you mention that? We one? did not mention that. Um, what uh, Bill's talking about is uh, Bridget Fonda mm-hmm. uh, yeah, playing for, Linda for, for for no apparent reason other than she was apparently. She had auditioned for Evil Dead 2, didn't get the part of Linda. Oh, neat. And then in the interim between those two movies, she got famous enough that she called Sam Raimi up and says, can I be in your movie now? <laughs> and he's I like, deserve it. He, he's like, sure. And like a com- total recasting of the Linda character. And yeah. she has no lines. She, and we were watching the beginning of this movie and we're like, wait, who, what, who is that? And we're like, that's, that's Bridget F- yeah, you remember we had her to go into IMDb and everything. Like, yeah. like, like, no, no one remembers her being in this movie at all, but it was a total... Slide in cameo, like clearly, like she was in the neighborhood that day. It's like you want to be in the S Mart scene? Mm-hmm. Sure, I do. And I think that's the third recasting of Linda because isn't Linda in the first one? Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a different person <laughs> literally every single movie. Yeah, that's fine. And that's like the weird. We were talking earlier, like the Evil Dead Two is like a reboot. It's Evil Dead Two is like the is like the desperado to yeah. uh, El Mariachi of Evil Dead movies. It's the same exact movie, just with a little better budget and a little better storytelling yeah um but yeah the the, the first evil dead I th- what did he make that for like eighteen thousand dollars like super cheap li- li- literally 50 grand they went out in the woods and yeah. just just farted around and i mean they went like door to door to like dentist office right. to fund that movie okay uh which is like that's always been my bar when like 10 15 years ago when we first like when you've always been into like acting and stuff but when i like finally got into the idea of maybe like writing and directing i was like why don't we just like Go to a bunch of dentist offices. 
Right, just 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 like Ed Wood did, you get the <laughs> Baptists and the dentists and get them to finance your your horror movie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, no, um, I think, and and the first Evil Dead is definitely it's it's very much gateway entry level horror like low budge because we do horror movies here and we do a lot we do an open screen night so people bring their like fifteen minute films and uh, scary shit in the woods uh, haunted stuff is definitely entry-level yeah. filmmaking yeah. horror. Yeah. Like, every, everybody has got a movie like, yeah, we went out in the woods and we chased each other around. And like, that's that's our movie. Like, So I think that's what he did. Yeah. Um, I also found it really interesting that this movie got made because of Darkman. Because, okay. Dark, because Darkman was successful. Yes, and yes. Like, I don't can't rem- imagine remembering that Darkman was a financial success. No, I, and they made three of them. Yeah. <laughs> they made they, three of them. Yeah, with Lenny. Yeah, and I, I do, uh, I mean, I've watched that first one at least once. Uh, and that's uh, Liam Neeson starring in that movie, right? No, I was it Liam Neeson or is it Lenny from the uh, from ER? It's like the the uh, he's gonna look it up right he's now. Yeah, yeah. It may, it, they may have changed hands at one point. Oh uh, yeah, because Liam Neeson I think was attached to one of the Dark Man movies. Yeah, he might he may have been the first Dark Man, and they changed it over some I other big goofy. And who was the first one? It was Liam Neeson in the first one. Let me see if I can bring up the uh, the second one. Yeah. And uh, and then of course Bruce Campbell I think that was Larry Drake yeah Larry Drake who was and then who Jeff Fahey was oh, Jeff Fahey yeah. Oof, so you're lawnmower talking about the lawnmower man, man. yeah wow and uh, and what's his face from Lost what a piece of crap movie <laughs> <laughs> I I actually think I own the Dark Man trilogy because I, I I was in like this and Arnold Vosloo the VHS? mummy himself no. is I, I, is also in it actually on DVD I own it uh, I was in a Bruce Campbell kick like. 20 years ago, probably, sure. when I was 15, and I bought everything that was... Is he in Darkman? He's in uh, the first one. For like five minutes. For f- like maybe that. I, th- I think so at the end... Sam Raimi, right? Yeah, he's in, in every... Sam Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it's uh, the first uh, one. Yeah, him, him, Bruce and his nephew are in all of his movies. Yeah, and it's... Um, he play- I think he's it's credited as Shemp. Ted's in this, yeah. Ted's his nephew. Ted's okay. his nephew. I, I thought they were brothers for some oh, reason. Oh, yeah. I thought they were. Is are they brothers? Nephew? I thought it was his younger brother. Oh, yeah, maybe. No, I'm thinking of... I'm thinking of... Shoot, um, Ted Demi. It's, it was Jonathan Demi's nephew. That's okay. what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I think, I think Sam's the oldest, and then and then Ivan is maybe the middle, and then and Ted's the youngest. Ivan's the co-writer. Yeah, right. yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, but Ted's in all of them. Yeah, Ted's in everything. Ted actually, I don't know if you caught it, but he had two roles <laughs> in Army. Uh, actually, three roles in Army. Oh, Darkness. Snap. oh yeah. I see. I, I definitely saw him twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was probably a deadite too. That's probably the one I missed. Uh, he, he's, he's, is he one of the uh, the he, secondary ashes or whatever the mini? No, ashes? no. He's he is well. He's definitely at the end. Yeah. Um, and then he's in. Um, he's he, in that. He's scene in the final where they're battle. They're talking about. Uh, yeah, he he's he literally on screen for like five minutes in the final battle. And yeah, I, th- okay. I think he's he's one of the guys who's saying like, "You have my torch" or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah and I think he's in the opening scene as one of the guys in the line. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he and I love his his cameos. I, uh, I was he in the? I think he was he in the Evil Dead reboot. I have no idea. I'm yeah. sure he was. If yeah, Sam Raimi had a hand in it. Well, yeah, he, Dude, I mean, was they even produced in, it uh, in freaking. I don't know that the. Horror reboot thing with Sarah Michelle Gellar, oh, uh, the Grudge or whatever. The Grudge, yeah. yeah. He was even in that. So I love Ted Ramey. I love because he's such like a he. I think he's even more comedic than than Bruce Campbell. Just like yeah, well, yeah. he don't looks. care. He don't care. Yeah, no. I, I love uh, sp- just thinking of Bruce Campbell. Uh, watching some of the like the behind the scenes of other like I think it was probably Jack of All Trades. His go to thing back in the trades. day. Oh, I love that show. It's uh, a deep cut. I love it. I love it. His his go to like um, audition was that flip that he did into the pit. 
Like he, I've seen that before. While like he would, I think he was doing a panel or something, and just he grabs himself by the back of the neck and flips himself over. All right, it's I, I, it's I don't know. It's my little deep cut Bruce Campbell knowledge. There you go. Uh, I think you would like because you said you this was like for it was my dream catchers where I like it. It's you think it's bad. I like it. It's and, and you're the only person who likes dream catchers. By I, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, Thank I, you. I, I heard I heard that in the pre-show and I was like I I I, I literally left the room when you said that. I imagine <laughs> I imagine you were like sitting down like your your head was down and everything and he said I like dream catchers. Your head just popped up. You're like what? That's a, ter- that's a terrible. It's really bad. It's really bad. I really enjoy it. And, and Stephen King movies are like notoriously bad, like in general. Like there's yeah. there's very few that he does that are good. I mean, you talk. Or, I mean, that adapt well. Um, I mean, you're talking like Shawshank Redemption. Like that's a good Stephen King that's, movie. Yeah, but yeah, but when you put Shawshank Redemption and Lean on Me and stuff like that in a yeah. category, that's a whole different thing than sure. trying to. Yeah, it's a different genre. Yeah. No, the then. whole trying to say with the Langoliers was a good movie. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> The the TV adaptation of uh, uh, I think they're redoing the Langoliers. Yeah. I think they're they're, they're going to do another TV because, reboot of because that because there's no ideas out there at all. No. No. Well, all of Stephen King's stuff because of it is like let's just yeah. see what we can redo again. Yep. Uh, despite uh, Dark Tower not doing well, yeah, I I don't know what it was about that. I think I think it's just it's too much to ask people to get involved in that, especially when it was supposed to be kind of like. It's not a straight adaptation of the books. It's a quasi sequel, yeah. right? To the books. Yeah, it's supposed to be like the last cycle or whatever it is. Yeah. Right, but but so. again, that's a The Dark Tower is a lot like Lord of the Rings and if it's such a big world, yeah. you try to compress it too much, it's like, well, you have no idea. It's only the real fans are into it and the rest of the world it's not a large enough slice for them to yeah. sell into. Yeah. Whereas the Lord of the Rings has this massive following that didn't really matter how good or bad those movies were, people yeah. were going to watch all of them. Yeah. And again, I think part of the problem too is um, I mean, the the fans know how big that world is. They know how big the stories run and everything. And they're saying, "Yeah, we're just going to do one movie, and then we'll see how it goes." Right. That's not what a fan wants to hear. They yeah. want to. They want to hear we're going to give this the. What's the TV movie with Molly Ringwald and uh, uh, the kid from Parker Lewis, um, uh, where the world ends and like they they divide up into they go to Denver or they go to Florida. Hold on. <laughs> I'm going to be the IMDb yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, Molly Ringwald. You said right. Yeah, it's um. Oh crap! I can't remember what it's called, but it's, but it's, the the best part of that movie is it was a made-for-TV movie in the '90s. Which, again, I think, I think you have to learn to appreciate the era that certain things come out. Yeah, this movie came out at exactly the right time. Uh, we were doing a couple of movies here from like the late '90s. We did Lost in Space last week. Next next month we're doing Blade, and you like you learn to appreciate the exact slice of time that yeah. something comes out and what's around it, and like that's a that's good for that time. I don't know if Lost in Space was good for that time. No, 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 it wasn't. But no, but like you learn to appreciate it in the <laughs> oh, yeah, what, yeah, and what's yeah. around it. Like I feel like I would, I, I would watch that today. Just like to well, be, I mean, also nineteen ninety eight, uh, Godzilla and Armageddon, and I, I mean Godzilla was kind of alright, except for the monster itself. But yeah. uh, Hank Azaria, but Armageddon song, was fantastic you, you, and still you, is. You, you, you give it a pass for Hank Azaria. I know that. Yeah, and yeah. Harry Shear. You got half the Simpsons in that movie. So it's fun. <laughs> um, I loved both of the disaster movies that came out around then. Uh, Armageddon is um, good. That's still. Yeah, but, but 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 I mean, you, l- you you look at that era. You're like, well, this is what this this is this is what movies at this time. I think yeah. one of my favorite things is somebody did uh, a Hercules Legendary's Journey intro of Game of Thrones. <laughs> like, oh, that's like, amazing! Like, like like they recut the beginning. Yeah. So it's like this is what this would have looked like if this came out in 1998. And, and that's like, true. I mean, that's exactly how because yeah. that's and, how and that show. You were talking about uh, uh, Jack of. Uh, 
Jack all trades. Jack yeah. Of all, Jack of all, yeah, and 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 Bristol Bristol County and the like the yeah. which is a great show. Uh, totally underrated. Mm-hmm. Amazing. It was only one season, right? One season. Yeah. Yeah. They all are. <laughs> if it's Bruce Campbell in a starring role, save for Ash vs. Evil Dead, yeah. well, it's and, all one and, season. Uh, Burn Notice, he was on that forever. But <laughs> oh, he, yeah, yeah. He's not really a star. Yeah, though. he's he, – He's not his vehicle. He's just yeah. in it. Yeah, now he I, – I feel like he became like a big – like a uh, billing in that show yeah. because his character was great yeah. but it was all about well, I mean, um, they even gave him his own little spin-off movie yeah yeah so. yeah it, it, it's i love that that was a good show it, yeah. it was yeah uh, bruce campbell's secret is to be like the secondary guy yep uh or ash versus evil dead when you take that icon because army of darkness i think the whole reason we we like i wanted to do this because it's 25 years old it came out yeah. in uh 93 right yeah. yeah uh in like february i think we missed like the official 25 years um, so I think it was April. Close enough. Yeah. yeah. Close enough. And uh, it's still a, this year. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's it's like the character's still great. It still works. Obviously, for at least uh, it's such three a quotable years movie. Actually, yeah. That, that's that's I think ultimately like what catches a lot of people, and they don't even realize that they know the quotes. Because, yeah. Because I mean, Warcraft remixes some of the quotes for their characters and stuff like that. I mean, like this stuff comes up a lot. So I, I was uh, I was trying to. Whisper to Kev during the movie the Klaatu Veratu Nektu that wasn't that didn't that, originate here that was no that that's that's from uh, the day the Earth stood that's still what it is. yeah yeah okay so, and Klaatu, I knew that that was familiar Klaatu Veratu Nektu is is the signal that he gives the the alien gives to Gort to you know destroy the Earth and I can't remember in that and is that and, also and, and, he forgets and, what it is huh is that he also forgets that in the yeah. day the Earth stood still <laughs> no 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 oh. no 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 that's that's just Ted's joke here. So, but so that's my yeah. remembering. From yeah, but 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 it's but it's also like that's an in joke in a lot of like that's such an iconic sci fi movie for directors. They've worked into a lot of other things. Um there are three Star Tre- Star Wars characters named Klaatu, Vratu and and, and <laughs> Baratu and Nictu. Like so it's like Oh a, wow. So like it's it's that's an in joke. There's a yeah. bunch of those and but yeah, you're right. This is a very quotable movie. I think yeah. one of the things you really see in this movie, you guys mentioned earlier talking about um, one of my favorite movies, which is Bubba Hotep. Yep. Is you can really see the the early beginnings of, of Bruce as Elvis in this movie. Yeah, very very yes. much very much so. You know, groovy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hail it, the it, king. It, it, con, con, and and this is like it's uh, also proto Johnny Bravo. Yeah, you know, yeah. very much like he's just this is who he is. He's that kind of cool. Um, I mean, Don Cascarelli and and Bubba Hotep is an, it's a, it's one of my favorite movies. It really it's, is. It's funny when I first saw that, uh, I saw it on DVD. I, I picked it up because I, I missed it in the theater. It, it probably had a very short, limited run. <laughs> I think it was at the Ritz for like a week. Yeah, and uh, so I picked up when it was out, up on DVD. I was like, "Oh, it's Bruce Campbell." It's back in my like probably that came out on DVD in the middle of my Bruce Campbell sure. kick. <laughs> I bought it. I watched it. I was like. What the hell is the first time I watched the movie? I was like, what did I just watch? And then I've rewatched it since, and I love it. Like, it, it is a good. It, like, it is a rich tapestry, is what it is. <laughs> it's a movie that I enjoy watching now. Yeah, you you so were into it that like I've never seen it personally, but you were the one who was talking me up about well, it. We so. have it here. We could watch it right now. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if I had all the time in the world, uh, yeah, it is. It's a special movie that is. Uh, it's it's fun and it's it's. What has those like legendary stories about the sequel that he's supposed to like go right, 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 right. fight vampires or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, and, which is never going to happen. But it's it's, it's <laughs> that, I, that's that's the kind of idea that, like, but, they're going to talk about this but, awesome but, sequel. But that but never that's happens. That, that's the same sequel as is uh, Buckaroo Banzai against the uh, World Crime League. Mm-hmm. It's the same sort of like 
Yeah, that's coming somewhere, you know, yeah. but it's, but it's yeah. never actually coming. Yeah, and and it's I've been waiting. I've been waiting thirty years for Buckaroo Bonds against the World Crime League. Uh, and we almost got a TV series. It was going to remake the first one. Oh yeah, it was uh, with Kevin uh, Smith. Kevin Smith was going to do it for a hot for a hot minute. And then his season two was going to be the sequel. Right. Um. But yeah, then the like. A uh, bunch of nonsense behind the scenes happening. Right. Um, I, I have all of Molly Wing, 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 Wingwald, uh, all of her movies here. I'm going to have to scroll through yeah. and see which um, one it it's, is. It's, oh, I started in like the 90s because I thought that was yeah, what you yeah. said. Uh, uh, it's definitely not for keeps. <laughs> not 16 Candles. Not 16 Does this make you? Oh, although we really do want to show Space Hunter across the Forbidden Zone, but I, I desperately need it in 3D to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's The Stand. Oh, is that what it is? The oh, stand, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that the makes stand, sense. The stand, we're literally halfway through the movie. A, the, the, the final scene is a CGI hand of God. Hand of, my, hand, of, hand of God, a hand reaches down from the sky and touches the uh, the bad guy and kills him. Like a, like a, like a cartoon hand, like Monty Python comes down and goes, and you're dead now. It's, they, it's they remade awesome. it for, for I think theaters, that, right? I, because uh, I, I think, isn't the stand supposed to be like one of those like acclaimed? Yeah, it's, so. a, it's, it's, it was a giant, giant movie, but like it was Parker Lewis can't lose and Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. it's because this or she was in a TV miniseries version of it. I that's, think that, that's that one. That's I a think, TV. I think they redid it. I'm poor, almost poor 100% episode. sure. It sounds familiar. It sounds like they did. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so would you, Mike? Would you watch any other Evil Dead's uh, or Asher's Evil Dead based on this movie? That's what I want to know. Well, I mean, I've never ever had anything against the movie. Like I said, I, I've watched it before. Um, I just forgot that <laughs> I had watched the entire thing because I was so young when I watched it. Um, I wouldn't have anything opposed to it. I mean, like I said, when you know what kind of movie you're going into, and even, I mean, even if I hadn't known going into it, I would have adjusted well enough to be like, all right, this is that kind you're of not, movie. It's not so. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. And I mean, I'm not a snob when it comes to, to films like that, so... Well, and I um, think when you're, I, I, if you know Bruce Campbell, yeah, you're I mean, walking into, like, I mean, what was, uh, you, Bill, you may know, what was the movie that was, it was, he played himself, Bruce Campbell versus something. I, I don't know, he's got the MVP. <laughs> yeah. Movie, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, it, but it was like a pseudo documentary where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a very tongue in cheek, but that's legitimately nice guy. Like it, he, as advertised, is a couple of times I've met him in person. He's very much like, hey, buddy. Hey buddy. Yeah, and and every what I love is, and we mentioned this in like the pre-show, is that he, but he also has this like oh, yeah, this, this, this highly stylized version of himself. Yeah, it's, and it's he this, seems to always be it's, on. It's, it's this fake. It's a it's yeah. the fake. It's the fake. It's it's it him. Sells. It sells really well. Yeah, it's it's him as him, doing him. Yeah, which is which is which is a great way to if you're gonna if you're if your persona is an asshole, that's a great way to sell yourself. Yeah, and it's like it's. My name is Bruce. My, my name, name is Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. That's what it is. And that's a great movie. Like I, I, there's not many of his movies that I, I've watched that I was like, whew, or TV shows. Like I, I mean, I was introduced to him in the the Hercules Xena era I, uh, when he played. So um, funny. Uh, I, I can't pronounce the name. Autolycus. Uh, Autolycus. Yeah, the, king, the prince of thieves. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that was like that's the character that like. Was he in Charmed? Yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh god! Obviously, he was in the Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they at each character he played there was great, and he stopped. I love that he played like he played up the fact that in Spider-Man Two he stopped. Um, Time cop. He stopped uh, Spider-Man. Okay. Um, 
run down some of his movies while you're scrolling his. All right, so I'm going to go to the very beginning, and we'll see what his first right. movie I, well, his, was. I think I think Evil Dead was one of his. I think first his first one was it's it's something something Woods. So he was in a short called Oedipus Rex. That doesn't count. That's just yeah. That's, that's just I mean, we're talking around. like way early. He they actually um, did a short version of the Evil Dead that was. Um, I think helped them finance it through the dentist's so, yeah, office. There, there's the Evil Dead in 1981, and that's his. Which I think that's his first big role. Yeah. yeah. Everything else before that was sort of like short, he short, was just short. in stuff as a working actor. Yeah. So, so we've got something called Going Back. I don't know if it's I a short or that, not. Yeah. Um, if your if your character's name is your actual name, yeah, th- so this one <laughs> is it's not. close. It's Bryce Chapman. <laughs> yeah. That 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 means you're probably just in the background and they gave your character yeah. a name like the, yeah yeah. Um, and then Evil Dead 2, well, he was uncredited in Thou Shalt Not Kill, except, but Evil Dead 2. So I guess that first one that I mentioned in 1981 was the actual Evil Dead. Yeah. So Evil Dead 2, six years later. Right. And then, um, and then, and then, and then d- he did TV, Knott's Landing. Nice. Um, nice. That's Maniac Cop, Generations, Sundown the Vampire in Retreat. Oh, that's, that's all Maniac restaurant quality. Two, lemony. Dark Man. Uh, yeah, he, I think he plays the the dark man role at the last five minutes or last two minutes or something. Eddie as Presley, uh, yeah, and, and again, it's 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 tragic to look at this movie. And look how young and 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 handsome he is at at, you know, at nineteen. It was twenty five years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You know, he's he's twenty five. He's fifty now. So it's like it's like yeah, that's he's, what, he's that's put what on looks weight. Like. You know, you look but at Sam Max. Sam Max is a so, heavier so dude we all. and everything like that. Yeah, so but you know all. what? He slimmed down a lot for let's the Comic Con attendance that we had seen. Let's not judge about getting old and twenty. Well, we're living. Breathing, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, when, when Rihanna and I saw his panel at Comic Con, like he, it wasn't like. Well, even in Ash versus Evil Dead, like he does. I mean, he looks like an old version of. Oh, yeah. Of that, but like he doesn't look like. I mean, he could be really letting himself go, and he doesn't. Well, so here's an interesting thing. Uh, he was in the Quick and the Dead, but his scenes were deleted. Yeah, I, well, and that was uh, who directed that? Sam Raimi. So, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did not know that. Sam, the Sam Raimi's Quick I did the not Dead, know right? That at all. But Sam, that is a fantastic movie. But uh, I'm correct, right? That's a Sam Raimi movie. I will let you know. It's at seconds. least what well, feels like it. Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yep. think of all the quick cuts. Yeah, yeah. And the, the quick yeah. cuts and the weird like spin yeah. camera moves well, and everything like, like that. That's like what I love about the Evil Dead series. It's probably gunfire that got shot down and just didn't didn't make the probably yeah. I mean, that's a fantastic movie. Well, that's I love that like. The Evil Dead movies, you know, whether you like them or not, like it changed the game. Sam Raimi changed the game on how to direct. Like he came yeah. up all the, with these unique ways to shoot. And, and how many times, like, have we seen like since this movie, like the following the arrow shot or like the yeah. following yeah. the hammer and, shot and stuff? And Could you imagine this movie in three D? Oh my god! How awesome would be if it was yeah. a three D movie. I I would love. I still because this feels like the nineteen eighties. Like the, it feels like at the the. Friday the Thirteenth and Freddy 3Ds of that era that uh-huh. were yeah. that, that last grasp at 3D where they're just doing really dumb. Yeah, you know. yeah. I would love, and it's a shame that we're we're not going to get uh, any more Ash Williams at least the way we know. He's officially said he's done, but I would love for them to still do a sequel to to this particular movie because it's. I don't know, it's oh, just oh, a fun you, world. You, you mean the uh, the official the director's cut ending where he goes to <laughs> three hundred? Well, I, I think that he, was he goes the sequel. Yeah. Well, no, the the director's cut had him landing a thousand years in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then fighting robots. Exactly, fighting the evil dead in the future of, of a dystopian war torn London. So it was like I feel like, and like you said earlier, it's just people having fun at that point. Like yeah. it was Sam Raimi going like, how, it, you know what? It's basically like what Adam Sandler does for all his <laughs> movies right now, where it's like, hey, I was going to take my friends to this vacation spot and we'll film some crappy movie for, you know, 30 days and then. 
It's I'll give him a car. Thirty days. <laughs> I know, for thirty minutes. Uh, <laughs> Adam Sandler movies film in eleven days, <laughs> <laughs> and that's with two days off on the All right, weekend. So n- not film, but they'll be there. <laughs> they'll be there days. for the month, yeah. filming every now and then, every couple hours. I mean, there's no there's no forethought put into writing, so you got to. It's really easy to get to. The <laughs> it's all improv. Now, I Adam, haven't watched. Adam, you got to get through the story. Okie dokie. I'm gonna get a dookie dookie. I haven't watched many of his Netflix movies, if any. Are they awful? Are they as awful as I think? They are. It's the first one that he did. The hate, the, the hate yeah, that six? was not terrible. Well, it was terrible, but it was it was, it was it was like a step below like right. the, what you expect. Like Adam Sandler. It was, was it was a parody. Okay. It, was, it, was, it, was, it was it was clearly done as a straight parody of Hateful Eight. Yeah, yeah. and it um, was it was it was tolerable enough for us to finish it. Right, and if you were if you're if that's your jam, it hit it hit all the notes. Yep. But it, but if I, you're if you're looking for actual comedy. <laughs> No Blazing Saddles, I can just tell you that right now. Um, what's his face? Um, Taylor Lautner was surprisingly right. funny in that. Right, but again, has no business in it. No, no. Yeah. Uh, but, they, but they did have the Spade movie after that, right? The one where him and yeah. Spade. And that, that was, again... The do-over? Yeah, that was, that was basically tolerable. Um, I think I did see that one. It, I don't think that either of those two would be as bad as... Back. Jack and Jill. <laughs> oh no, that's a true story. That's a true story. <laughs> I, or he's or he's my boy. Oh man. All right, but 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 I th- but and I forgive me for uh, hijacking, but I think we're digressing. Oh <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, we were talking horror. <laughs> that's a true story. That's a true story. Well, uh, I, like I said, I love this movie, uh, Army of Darkness, and I love the the world that it came from. Ash vs. Evil Dead. I, I actually, it, I when I get home tonight, I'm gonna rewatch. Well, not rewatch. I'm gonna watch the last two episodes of the the season. Um, and it's Showtime, right? Sh- uh, stars, stars, stars. Uh, stars, but, but I think it, it's shifted to Hulu. If you have the Hulu, so okay. can, oh yeah, there you go. It's one. It's one of those ones that's now that it's off of star, like the first season is now so they're just somewhere else. Yeah, they can. yeah. So it can, was I think on Netflix for like a very hot. Maybe that. Maybe, yeah. no, that's what it was on Netflix. It was, yeah. it was on one of the pay per view. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. I uh, even if uh, Rihanna won't watch it, I give it. A, it's it is uh, like uh, as Bill said, it's way gorier than this, but it's also like. It it takes the character in like a fun new direction yeah. in each and every season, um, and it's it's like I'm gonna be I really am gonna be sad watching the last two episodes because if he's not coming back to the character, uh, it's also a character I don't think like we'll kind of wrap on this note. It, let's twenty thirty years from now, would you want to see anyone else playing the character of Ash Williams? I mean, no, but I didn't want to see anyone else play Bill Shatner's Captain Kirk either, and I and I I'm, I'm still not happy about it, but like it, it happens. So yeah. It's like one of those, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, th- I think the the advent of people out of ideas in the movies yeah. means that y- well they, 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 I mean, like they, I mean they've already rebooted the Evil Dead yes. so you know so it's not like I just don't think you'll see anyone being Ash Williams I think you'll yeah. see someone else doing this movie again mm-hmm. with a different character that is that character in that, that role yeah, yeah. in that role yeah what did you think of the rebooted Evil Dead I didn't see it oh you didn't I say have it? no interest in it whatsoever oh really I, no, I, no because my limit in horror goes to horror comedy okay and that was not horror comedy. no it wasn't it was it, it I know I don't know if their plan was to follow the same path that Sam did with his where it was like they trying to be serious because that's what, the way I see Evil Dead the first Evil Dead they were trying to be serious but they they didn't well, just on the on their budget, they weren't serious. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I I, th- I thought the new one, just just like the all, all the new reboots are slasher scary. They're 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 a modern contemporary horror that I just I don't find appealing. Okay. Because it's just not my jam. Yeah. Like this this movie is the one of of these that I like the most because yeah. it's because there's there's 
it's not it's it's this is more sci-fi comedy than Tahari to me yeah I, and i agree i i I, see, I don't remember evil dead 2 to like comment on whether i like that more than evil dead 1 or not and there's a terrifying scene with a lady in a tree that's what you need to remember is that, that in the movie. second one? Is, oh, i thought that was the no, first one. one that is the second one. The second one it's dark yeah i remember that scene because <laughs> I, I when i watched the reboot i was like are they going to do that scene all th- only because i thought it was from the first movie uh that is from the second one wow yeah. That's how, that's how much they blend together because they're well, so similar. Yeah, the, the special effects are much better in the second one. That's why you know it's that one. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. Uh, yeah, I would uh, I, I would love to see more Another Army of Darkness with Bruce Campbell. But I mean, they could do it. Just I, make it an animated series. Or oh, movie God. Or I would watch like it. I, I wonder if he would come back and do The Voice. I would, sure he would. I would totally watch an animated series or movie or something. That would be fun. Yeah. I think that would be and fun. And he'd do it because he doesn't have to get out there. And yeah. He can just wear his PJs. Yeah. Get the guy that did Johnny Bravo. If you can't get him, he can just do, he can do his voice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up. It's getting kind of late. Uh, Bill, thank you for having us. Give out some plugs about South sure, Street Cinema. Sure. So uh, tonight's episode was uh, uh, broadcast at the South Street Cinema, three twenty-seven South Street. Um, we are a pop-up movie theater that sort of exists to show weird and strange and oddball stuff. We love having podcasts and things like this happen here. Um, our, our audience is very eclectic. You really honestly don't know what you're going to find here on a given night. Um, anything from Creatures from Black Lagoon in 3D to Splash to uh, uh, we have a Crazy for Swayze weekend coming up where we do all, 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 all Patrick Swayze all the time. So it's, it's that sort of stuff that we sort of program to sort of find uh, very non-traditional uh, mode. Uh, people can find us at southstreet.com or on the Book of Faces at uh, South Street Cinema. Mike, about your plugs. So uh, I'm Mike D'Angelo. I am the writer of the Telus series and the creator of Quantum Quest, the uh, Telus tie-in card game. You can find me at Telus.com. That's T-E-L-L-E-S-T.com. And I'm all the, all over the place on social media at Telus. Um, it's the main one. Yeah, it's the main one. Uh, and this is uh, Everything's Awesome. You can find it on awesomepodcast.com. We're also part of the Core Temp Arts Podcast Network. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, where I do most of my tweeting, at that nerdy Kev. Uh, we'll talk anything you want. I'm a big entertainment uh, pop culture guy, so let's chat. Uh, and you turned down a guy who had like a vineyard or something. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. That's not awesome, Kev, for some reason. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, hit me up on Twitter at that nerdy Kev uh, at Real Awesome Pod is uh, everything that's awesome on Twitter, uh, and that's it. That's all I got. Thanks for listening. We've been awesome. A peace. Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.